It's a good show. Welcome to your Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're sort of like the lazy queer eye of the Fab Five. Yeah, except I got 2020. Textual Healing. Guys, Rita Ora came out with a song called Girls. Who's Rita Ora? <laughs> yeah, no one has any idea. So Rita Ora is this singer. I loosely know who she is. I kind of, I'm visualizing yes. her right now. So what's great about Rita Ora is that everybody's response is, Who's I, Rita loos- Ora? I loosely know who she is, or yeah. who is Rita Ora? Right. Yeah. It's, uh, she, her existence is uh, the sole reason that the podcast Who Weekly started, uh, that a couple of our friends do. She is one of these celebrities that you're just... She's a singer, right? She's a singer and an actress. Oh, what has she been in? Fifty Shades of Grey, I think. Well, that's a big movie. Yeah, exactly. Which is more reason to be like, who? There, there who are those. Why? There are those certain people that like, you know, that they're famous, but you don't know why. Yeah. Exactly. Tyne yeah. Daly was always one of those for me. You <laughs> don't know why Tyne Daly. I have is no famous? idea why Tyne oh, Daly is famous. I could give you a fifteen-minute breakdown it's on why that, she's it's incredible. Not that I don't think she's talented, or that I don't believe that she's done thing. But I just remember one day she has like, changed television. Tyne Daly in like a preview for like some show like in the fucking 90s or something yeah probably and, judging and Amy and I was like who the fuck is that bitch and and it was she like she won Emmys for all judging of a sudden, Amy it was like, <laughs> judging Amy <laughs> anyway. I do follow Amy Brenneman on um, Instagram she's so good she is really good wait yeah. so, so Rita Ora wrote so this Rita song so Rita Ora wrote a song with and that, that was released wrote in quotes right yeah. with Bebe Rexa also a who uh Cardi yeah, B. we can put Bebe Rexa in the Who category. <laughs> but sure. it also featured... Wait, um, is this the one Cardi B and like the, all yeah, the Yeah, Cardi B is on this and yeah. Charlie XCX. I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's written a lot of songs that you would know. Okay, that's Some. great. Um, anyway, so, so the song is called Girls. The reason that the song was met with a lot of controversy was because she sings about... Um, fooling around with girls and but about needing about like drinking red wine to like fool around with girls and it being that sort of cutesy winky thing that she also said uh, was her paying tribute to Katy Perry who obviously right. did I Kissed a Girl which right, was also right. very annoying you know whenever the 10 years ago cherry chapstick um, or something. Uh, the worst yeah. but also another song where it's like winky winky I hook up with girls or see, I might wait, do that someone or, has a problem with this see I, oh, I yeah. had the same response I was reading this and I'm like just because she references well, yeah, drinking why, red I, wine I've wait, never no, had explain, a sexual explain, encounter wait wait wait, wait 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 explain why someone has a problem with it what, what was the uproar about the uproar is about is about it feeling tone deaf that the the need of the of another song another you tone know, deaf because it references lesbian it's tone deaf culture Rita, and acts that Rita Ora from is, someone who is not lesbian Rita Ora is not a lesbian Rita, Rita Ora I think she's she's said like I'm bi but it's again it's just another example of you know someone like Katy Perry and I still maintain to this day I, I'm repulsed by that song where it's about a need to be cutesy winky sort of sort of like is she is fr- this so you in the in the paperwork here you have what's her name Kyoko okay so this a- other a- singer a- makes paperwork for us yes <laughs> there's a singer named Haley Kyoko who yeah. um, is uh, she's known very famously I mean she's not very famous but she's a singer and is known as a lesbi- lesbian Jesus to her fans what does that um, even mean 
Uh, that she's just she's like a very outspoken lesbian pop singer. Great. Um, and there aren't that many of them happening. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, the song came out. She says it's tone. She said it was tone deaf, um, a tone deaf fantasy version of queer and lesbian relationships. And she points to lyrics like, "quote Sometimes I just want to kiss girls, girls, girls. Red wine. I want to kiss girls, girls, girls." And Kiyoko said, "I don't need to drink wine to kiss girls. I've loved women my entire life, and this type of message is dangerous because it completely belittles." And invalidates the very pure feelings of an entire community. Listen, we, sh- we can and should do better. If, I, 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 okay. if, if Justin Bieber in one of his songs says, "I drank a little wine and I suck a little dick," I would love it. Uh-huh. I wouldn't. I would love it. <laughs> I would I, love I, that some guys open enough to be able to be like, "Yeah, sometimes I get drunk and suck a dick." And sure, I he mean, might not actually do that, but guess what? It would plant the seed in someone's mind that it's okay to do that. I respect. I, I respect so. the fact that that lesbianism can be kind of viewed in like this cutesy lens of like, I kissed a girl exactly. or something. And I to- so I totally get that. Yeah, I get but that. But I think I think saying in a song that you drink wet red wine and sometimes you want to kiss wet. I mean, isn't that isn't that a completely good acceptable? Isn't that a good thing? I, I Don't mean, people actually do that? They do. Yeah. I've seen them do that. I, w- I mean, I said this earlier. I've never had a sexual encounter sober. I mean, it's I like, definitely have. But I think the inf- that she's inferring that she needs to get a little drunk to kiss girls. That's taking and, and it too far. I, that is the internet think piece ruining exactly. the world. Exactly. I don't think so. I think it's an. I think it's an annoying. It's her being annoying, and I think if it's everyone her. Everyone d- wrote art and created art with with a checklist of what they should and shouldn't be saying. I mean, I just I can't. Um, this is where this another is where I'm musician, calling a little bit of bullshit. Another musician who I really enjoy, Kaylani, is uh, bisexual and has been outspoken about that forever. And she also tweeted something about the Actually, song. I think she's pan curious. <laughs> <laughs> so Kaylani said that the song has harmful lyrics, which I understand. I can understand that might be a little much for her to call it harmful, but whatever. She said, "I hate to be that guy, but there were many awkward slurs, quotes, and moments that were like word." Word, and then she said that there were harm, harmful lyrics. Period. So, I just, I, I just find it like again, tasteless and tacky, and a way of why use, because she's using somebody else's experience and and quantifying it. And again, another just, it, it feels very much like it's from the like from four dudes. It feels like it's performative well, for dudes. In all defense to Rita Ora, no oh, one I wants to buy this it. album. So du- dudes, dudes <laughs> yeah. are women. I mean, no one's. No, but be I, still, I don't. Album. I don't. I don't get that. I mean, I, I see. I do see what you're saying, and I see their point. But I also think there's a line of taking it too far, and and, and also not understanding sort of just like. I think it's also so. Like, so to, so nothing... to take it so to, so to be maybe a little bit more exact. W- how could a bi curious let's let's suppose this person is bisexual bi curious how could she talk about without, wanting to kiss a woman without without needing to say red I drink red wine I so get, to you so, it boils down to red wine and that's well, the, the offensive part that that she the has to inference drink. that she has to get drunk no oh, it's not she, no. she's getting drunk because it's fun to get drunk and fuck yeah <laughs> yes. I, I don't know I think it's I think it's still I think it's annoying because it Maybe it's that the culture has changed, but to be winky winky and cutesy about it to me feels gross now. I love and I did, getting but I, drunk, but I also fucking didn't like, and regretting it the next day. But she's also paying tribute again. She says she's openly like, "Oh, I'm paying tribute to I kissed a girl," which ten years ago or whatever I thought was also fucking lame. Because here's a this straight is a bad song. <laughs> no, it's actually I think it's actually a good song musically, but the the message is so fucking lame <laughs> mm. of her being like, "I kissed a girl and I liked it." It's like four boys. It's for boys. It's an ex- to me. It's the equivalent of kissing a girl 
the bar to get a boy's attention. Yeah. And 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 to make you know to add insult to injury, she's paying tribute to Katy Perry, who people always seem to fucking forget. But how great! Wait, would wait, it let be? me finish this. Oh, sorry. People always fucking forget that Katy Perry also had a song like in the same era or whatever called "You're So, You're so Gay,", gay right, where she right. was singing yeah. a song about her boyfriend being so gay because he quote wears an H&M scarf and yeah. it's all about her yeah. pointing of so like fuck that her goes, that goes back to you know another episode where we talked about how right. regretting the tweets that we sent you know 10 years ago or something mm-hmm. like uh, yes I get that and it was wrong for her to do it then the whole using gay as a slur as a negative slur um, but at the same time it was a part of the culture 20 years ago and it was a part of the 20 20 10 years ago <laughs> even now it is did, um, didn't see when i but, I, but I my still, point is is that yeah. like yeah it wasn't it wasn't good for it to exist it should not have existed it should not have been made because i'm a gay person and i would take offense to that i take offense to someone using gay as a negative slur that said i also understand from an intellectual point of view that 20 years ago in the popular culture sense that was something that was in the vernacular and that was used and yes i pushed back on it then but i also recognize that it was a part of the culture i see what you're saying i i, I, I see what you're saying i, think it's lame I, I understand I think it's how lame you can, i think it's lame then too i do well i can understand how you could think that katy perry was like really disingenuous with that song which i would probably i would also agree with and that and so one could also extend that same consideration to Rita Ora with is this disingenuous is she this is the in most a relationship Rita Ora's ever had I know is, is she in a relationship <laughs> but then but then I feel like then we're kind of boiling it down to are, are, now I'm asking someone to prove their bisexuality yeah. to me before I'm permitting of their art and at the end of the day that's I think that's excessive and so it's also like telling a comic that, what they can and can't joke about I don't yeah. like it I yeah. just don't like telling artists what they can and can't do well for what it's worth she did apologize and i I also agree like sometimes it's like not everybody needs an apology but she says i'm sorry how i express myself if my song hurt anyone i would never intentionally cause harm to other lgbtq people or anyone looking forward i hope that continuing to express myself through my art will empower my fans to feel as proud of themselves as i'm learning to feel about who i am Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't. Do like you feel better? <laughs> I, I just think that I do. Th- I just think it's uh, yes. I do. Be- I, I'm with you guys in that. Sometimes all this stuff can it's be. It's like when Kathy Griffin apologized but... for that photo of her with with Donald Trump's head, and now she's since taken it back. But and I and I, I'm all about her having taken it back because like it's bullshit to have to apologize for shit like that. It's bullshit, even though that's a point of view that I don't necessarily agree with. Kate, what what she did with yeah. that picture, I thought it was disgusting and dumb. Yeah. But I also am like. If that's your point of view and you want to do it and you're not harming anyone right. doing it, then fucking do it. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, I and, and you shouldn't have to be forced to apologize because some fucking person who works at <laughs> complex.com is pissed at you. Here's the new standard. If one person is offended, yeah. then you, you are wrong. To, right, and you have to you apologize. You have to apologize and use LGBTQ+. Right, 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 right. And I just, I don't know, I just think sometimes it's just too excessive. I do, yeah. too. I just think, I'm just, I'm not saying Rita Ora is a bad person. I'm just saying, like... It's lame. I still don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nor will we ever. Nor yeah. will the world. Not even joking. So we're here with our friend Sabrina Jalice. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Guys. Sabrina. Comedian, writer, me. new mother, which we'll get to in a second. Congratulations. Thank you. What do you think? It, and you are a lesbian. I am, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm the kind of lesbian, lesbian where I, in the house. <laughs> I feel like I'm a new mommy-daddy. 
I'm a new Baba. Uh-huh. I'm definitely the patriarchy and the matriarchy. Uh-huh. Do you play? Do you play Rita Ora for your baby Wolfie? I do not play Rita Ora, but a few things I've been sitting and yeah, just like yeah. wanting to jump just in so badly. Please. Okay, raging. Yeah. Um, number one, I feel like both of you guys, all of the perspectives are correct. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to slide into a podcast and just <laughs> blend, but but I think that it's like. Um, Elliot, it's tr- it's frustrating because it's like as gay artists, just the same way as like a, a black artist or any sort of uh, not the norm. Um, it's frustrating when the straight world like uses your magic as like a fun cape and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and like throws it on and then like whips it off like Nick Jonas. No, 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 no. Like no. Nick Jonas. No, no, no. It's not the no, same thing. No, but I do. But then at the same time, I think it's like really positive for like the mainstream to to normalize mm, yeah. uh, just that that like flowing, free flowing sexuality that mm-hmm. we all know as gays, like from going into the forest and being like, I like berries, not sticks. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like so biased because it compares <laughs> being straight to like chewing on sticks. I've never been camping. Um, Wait, berries are testicles in this analogy? What is that? Is it a berries camping analogy? Berries are testicles analogy? for you. Berries pussy for me sticks are dicks for straight ladies (laughs) and pussy for straight men and this this bitch said on mushrooms (laughs) they're pointing at again Brent is pointing at me from like going on the journey what you realize is like oh I wasn't lying to everyone when I was like pretending to love Scott Wolf but I mostly wanted to be Scott Wolf when I was like can I say fuck oh yeah when I was ooh here we are (laughs) in the lodge Uh, when I was fucking 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 (laughs) Jennifer Love Hewitt like that's what but it's not like like his cute little dip like if Drake made out with me I wouldn't be like ew but it's like there is some sort of there's like a sliding scale and we know that yeah. very well in a way that like even the way I'm talking about it it's it, I'm putting words to something that yeah. you can't really specifically yeah yeah uh, fluidity but um so it's true I think that it's completely true like Rita Ora but with that she, said yeah. I am still correct is that that's what you were getting to right <laughs> that I yeah, I am correct yes in oh my god let me finish <laughs> Brent is always right <laughs> I just, th- I just think it's. I don't know. I'm like, I'm fine. It's fine. Read or is fine. I just, but with Nick Jonas, I think that's like a different thing. I think. What's Nick Jonas? Yeah. Why? Because he's co-opting gay because things with oh, that with that show where he's playing it, gay and then it, going to fucking gay oh, pride rallies. Gay. And okay, shit. so that's the other frustrating no, no, it, thing is like yeah. when straight people play gay. Because How is that not the same thing? And that for Haley <laughs> Kiyoko, I could see why being like the like um, being so brave too to be like this young hot pop star that could easily have been like, I'll just be mom's the know. word. Right. Right. Or I love both. It's yeah. like it's uh-huh. really bold of her to be like, no, no, no I like girls. Like yep. that's my preference. Pussy patrol. And immediately that curbed her income and the yep. places that she'd play, yes. fantasies that people would have exactly. about her. Mm-hmm. And she took that risk. So then f- to have like someone, some Rita Ora girl, just like throw it on. It probably feels like when Matthew McConaughey plays like in the gay world and yeah. like doesn't mention the AIDS crisis in his acceptance speech. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah. but the that's thing great. with Nick Jonas is that it, it is. It's not the same thing. I mean, it's similar, but I think, to me, Nick Jonas is queer baiting by doing everything but being gay. Everything shy of it. And unfortunately, gay media blogs... All all these outlets flock to it and cover yeah. it like it's like it's the royal wedding, uh-huh. and it's lame because it's like it's I mean it's a two way street in that capacity where it's like guys stop covering every time Nick Jonas poses you know shirtless but for showing on top of his like butt kind crack. of like yeah. it, I think um, intrinsic in like 
it in the origin story of what it is to be gay, uh, isn't yes. it? Like it's like always tied in that we're gonna have like the forbidden, yes. like every yeah. you know, like how many. I don't know. I don't know if it's actually is it similar in the gay male world where it's like a trope to be in love with straight men. Yeah, because oh, yeah. in the gay oh, yeah. female world, it's like t- like just moths to the flame, yeah. just, just burns well, my out moths. Go- my yeah. mind goes so to the, the trope of not just being in love with straight men, but saying I turned them. Yes. Oh, yes. I turned this them. obsessive nature. Yes. Don't. Especially no, with, you didn't. with gay they, with yeah. gay men. I mean, Idiot. I specifically like. I, I'm such a history nerd, and like such people, a what history nerd, oh. and people will go out of their way to say Abraham Lincoln was gay, oh and I will like God. vehemently fight them on it with historical facts because I want to prove the point that like. Not everyone is gay. Yeah. And but everybody, but I want to prove the fact that everybody is gay a little bit. Uh, <laughs> well, everyone That's is gay a little bit because I do believe in fluidity. Yes, yes. But my point is, him sharing a room with a man when he was practicing law as a fucking broke lawyer in Springfield does not make yeah. him gay. Yeah. I mean, like, I have zero Alan, facts Alan, to you on this. Alan, James, James like, K. Polk was gay. My larger, my larger point is that like, like we want to make this thing that like Zac Efron's definitely uh, gay. I have a friend who vehemently thinks that Zac Efron's sure, gay. And like Jake Gyllenhaal, you just want sure. him to be gay, and it's okay if he's not gay. Sorry, you can be gay and Have you be ever great. Seen those shirts that are yeah. like, "I yeah. fucked your boyfriend." No, but oh, I wish those. you didn't I've tell me that those, those exist. Are, those are appalling. I someone, still, if someone's a shirt like that, I think you're allowed to punch them in the <laughs> I face. Mean, that's yeah. just like such that, a funny that's like personality. An aggressive. Yeah. Remember when I dated uh, that guy years ago? And Brent, remember this when I dated that guy years ago, and he swore. That he fucked his entire high school football yeah, team. Do. That's not. And I was true. like, "That's not. That's possibly not true. Well, it's possible, probably. Also, with like, because no. no. I mean, you have three hundred sixty-five no. days in a year, and what? It's half not a year possible. Years in high school, so like, <laughs> no, it's there's not like possible. forty people on the high school team. Yeah, so technically, it's, it's physically, possible. it is possible. It's possible in a porn <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, that's like the porn, like a porn premise. Oh, yeah. it was, it's. I was just okay. always like, no. But I gave a lot. I will say my favorite kind of porn, and I don't watch a lot of porn, but when I do find myself just like twirling down the rabbit hole yeah <laughs> twirling. twirling for some reason when you spinning. said twirling I thought that was like a reference uh, to masturbating I, I like, know that what they I call mean it? it sounds like it uh, let's popularize it <laughs> what's your favorite porn twirling I was twirling my clothes uh, no. just twirl it does actually it's like it's starfish but uh, I feel bad. like it does kind of work it's not right? a bad accident what if um, I coined the phrase twirling your clit on this wait, podcast I did but I just did Brent <laughs> stop stealing appropriation from women of color uh. um, so just twirling my <laughs> I don't know why what, I'm so shy to say clip what do you watch this is what I like to watch gay male porn where it's like a straight guy who's like hey do you need your couch moved and then yeah. a gay guy who's like yeah I do but first yeah. I need you moved bitch oh, I, I, I saw one like that recently I know yeah. a lot I feel like I've, I've met a bunch of um, gay women who watch gay guy porn because yep. it's the most believable they actually do first of all I feel like the actors do want to have sex the most mm-hmm. of like I don't have to suspend so much disbelief mm-hmm. like any woman that's getting fucked I'm like is she okay yeah, she's like, yeah. but yeah. any guy that's getting fucked I'm like he's okay <laughs> yeah right yeah. it's so funny I mean I also it's just interesting because I wouldn't watch two I wouldn't get off to watching two me women me neither me neither because yeah. unless it's like Shane and Carmen season 100 on the L word. Like, right. It's like, I, I wouldn't, I, because I, it always is like these long fingernailed, like nobody gets it. Right. No my my dad, it. when when I was like 
a freshman in high school, we would I would still like would stay in and like watch movies with my parents and shit. This is such a great. (laughs) I know what is happening. Where is this going? My dad rented (laughs) Bound once, which was (laughs) Regina Gershon. Regina Gershon, a movie exclusively about twirling. It's about twirling. it had two of the most graphic sex scenes I've ever seen. Wait, wait, wait. Why did he rent Bound? Did he feel know. weird he, when he, they came he, up, he or would, was he like, he this would just, is the point? He would just look at a cover and go, that looks interesting. And wait, he, he would what did you it. do in that, when that happened? I was mortified. Yeah. Oh my, my mom God. Was, goes, John! <laughs> like that. And then, so then you know, like, they're like looking at you out of the corner of their eye, and you're like, I can't move. I can't yeah. leave. I can't leave. So you just, you all watched I, Bound. Yeah, we watched, we watched you the could leave. graphic sex scenes of Bound all together. <laughs> well, in a very clean segue to uh, motherhood. Yeah. Oh, no. Your parents probably had sex after watching Bound. Ugh. Uh, it, with, okay. I hope so. So wait, Sabrina. I mean, why do I hope so? That's such a. I hope so. Sometimes yeah. you're on a podcast and you say something. And you're like, "Is that my podcast personality?" <laughs> <laughs> Someone. Okay. Talks Sabrina. About their Sabrina like, had a baby. Backing. Sabrina had a baby. Hello, it's me. She had a baby. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's. Well, Ellie, uh, do you want to lead? Uh, sure. I mean, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Wolfie. what that's like. I mean, you yeah. know, it's so. It's so. What a great it, name. It's so Wolfie. interesting because for for us as comedians i feel like there is always a stunted adulthood in our group of friends Perpetual and we'll lifestyle is so weird yeah. right yeah. Yeah. and it's so cool to see you and shauna just take on this adult thing yeah. and have yeah. a baby and you yeah. didn't carry i did not carry but and i don't want to i don't want to overextend i, I don't want to extend no myself. okay Wait. let me tell you i'll tell you everything Please. i'm so excited yeah, about did every shauna carry aspect of this you... shauna did carry okay um yeah, I'm Sporty Spice. How are you, She's by the way? Spice. I'm great. Are you tired? I'm tired only because I worked all day today and then drive out to yes. do potty casty. But now I'm happy, so happy yeah. to be here. And um, we're sleeping. Not- okay, let me just start from the beginning. Please, okay? yes, please. How did two ladies? <laughs> I'm sorry, but two I just, eggies. I want to know. Make a was, baby. Was it David, do you know anything David about it? Well, I know the story, and it's insane. Okay, it's yeah. amazing. I do know. Okay. Th- I do know. So Literally, we like, I'm listening like a listener being like, okay. tell the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Let's get to it. Um, all right. Do you guys have any sponsors? Because we could wedge it in right here. <laughs> no. This would be good. no. Yes. Sherry's uh, Berries. <laughs> um, so we were Squarespace. in Mexico. We were in Sayulita. And Shauna and I... We both knew we wanted to have a baby. Shauna had decided like seven years ago she had a dream about wolves, and she's like, the baby's name is Wolfie, and I'm like, well, you make all the cool decisions, like aesthetic like that, so I guess that's great. And Wolfie. by the way, not, not to stereotype that that is such a lesbian thing. Well, <laughs> six years ago, she's like, I had a dream about a wolf, <laughs> oh, yeah, and so the baby's name will be Wolfie. And yeah. then I lit a candle. I yeah, found right. her in San Francisco. She loves crystals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what she does. She dreams, yeah. and then we uh, make things happen she's around rad. the dreams. So you're in she's Mexico. so cool. Um, so, so yeah, we're in Mexico, and uh, I, Shauna gets food poisoning, which happened the night before I proposed to her, too. She, like, was shitting and puking. That's, like, the thing before the big breakthrough <laughs> thing happens. Wow. So she's shitting and puking, and I go take a surf lesson, and my surf instructor is this beautiful man, cutie, sweetie. Uh, we <gasps> connected, 
And Shauna's, I take this lesson, and over the course of the lesson, I'm like, his skin is like mine, and his hair is like mine. And I see on his back, he has a tattoo of a wolf. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. So then we're drinking some mezcal after on the roof of this Airbnb, and it's beautiful, and we're talking. It's like a Miranda July movie. still throwing up, by the way, your wife? Shauna's throwing up and shitting. That's like the whole B story to this. So just anytime you're bored of the story, just picture my wife shitting and puking. Um, and I, I just, it was like a crazy idea, you know, I just met this guy, um, but he, like his dad is the police chief, his mom is a chemist, oh, he's like great. this beautiful surfer, sweet, connected, his eyeballs, his eyes were just like, like the ocean. So anyways, I, I feel like I need to fast forward a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah, she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Shauna, basically I talked to Shauna about what like what do you think about this idea she's like you're crazy i said let me just introduce you to him we're walking by the beach he's like at his surf stand they have like a quick exchange and shauna's like you can ask him wow which is crazy because uh, yeah. that's like you know it's her body and yeah. it's not yeah. like we never really talked about how making a baby this way yeah yeah and so then we only had like a couple more days and everything was sort of booked. Like we we're supposed to go out on this fishing trip, but the ocean was like too rowdy. Yeah. So that got canceled. And because of that, I was able to take another surf lesson. We like bumped it to, into him on the ocean after like walking back from the canceled boat mm-hmm. thing and uh, took this lesson. And in the water, I asked him. Wow. And what so did he say? It was like 36 hours Wait. after you met him. Yes. Very quick. What did he say? Um... I was in the ocean. It was like it was like a lot like surfing, like waiting yeah. for the right time and the right way, the right moment. And I was like, this might sound weird, but um, I've never asked anyone this before. But how would you would you be interested um, if Shauna and I want to have a baby? Would you be interested in helping Donating. us? Yeah. And he just looked at me for a beat, and he was like, that sounds interesting. He was like, you guys are a beautiful couple, and if I can help you, I don't know how that works, but I, what, I, I'm interested. What does, if, if because he's a surf instructor, he actually gets this like twice a month, and he's got like 50 <laughs> kids? Don't because say something. He doesn't, it's no, I, he's like very genuine, He but he did meet a girlfriend like soon around the same time, mm. and so we started calculating Shauna's ovulations, and we went back, and wait, we wait, inseminated wait, 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 wait. in our... Well, hold Airbnb. on, wait, hold yeah, on, yeah, hold yeah. on. Yeah. So that, we leave, that weekend? No, no, no. We, oh. we, um, we like left. Hang out with him. Right. We have like a night. We connect. It's fun. It's like, and then do you make out like Rita Ora? No, we don't. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no but, red wine. But we, um, what happened? So, so then he drives us to the airport the next day, and we're like, okay, cool. So we're gonna do this. Yeah. And we were just talking on Messenger and like. We got home and we were like, "What's happening? What are we right. doing?" Right. What? Yeah. But, what is this? but then we just can he continue- mail his sperm? No. We so we just we started tracking Shauna's ovulation, and this is like a thing that I want every like gay woman couple and male couple to know that like you can do it. You can try to do it on your own. Like it's so expensive, and I always yeah, yeah. thought this was going to be such a like a big ordeal, but it yeah. like just happened in this organic way. And I think you can do this even if you are like, well, I'm not going to meet a surfer. Like a sperm bank, you can inseminate on your own. You can like calculate your ovulations, and it really is like the recipe is like tried and true. Like, but, sperm, but with that said, so when it's not guaranteed, right? Everyone has yeah, a different journey with it. Yeah. But 
When you say, if sorry, but when you say inseminate on your own, that's that. There, he that's jerked a off huge into window. a sterile cup. Uh huh. He leaves. I put it into a, a, a syringe. A I put it in. It's just a, like a syringe without the needle. Yeah. Put that in my armpit. We have sex like to like an orgasm is good for like warm yeah, and, yeah, and right. like it's also like nice. Like I, f- I f- yeah, part of the f- inseminated. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So put it in. And make her come again out of why courtesy. Why did you keep it out of your... Why did you put it in your armpit to keep, to keep it warm? To keep it warm. Yeah. yeah. And then she raises her hips and we all watch Moana in the bed. When uh, she comes back. With the surf instructor? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> question is, Wait, so were you all three in this... Was he in the room when you were having sex? No, he no. left. He just came over for Moana. Uh, from Moana. No, he, so he jerked off and then left and then we did our thing yeah. privately and then he came back in. Oh, did you uh, watch him jerk off? No. Yeah, so it was, it was very <laughs> yeah. clinical in yeah. that. I mean, if we wasn't him pervy, jerk off, Elliot. Well, I'm asking. Well, I mean, yeah. you know. and you're also, you're, I mean, you're a lesbian, so you don't want to see. No, that. but I'm also she like, I'm, I'm like into, him. like he's like a beautiful, yeah. like, he's like a part of our yeah, family. I was just you don't want to have sex with him. You no, well, I think that wouldn't be like the best way to start this exactly. like, the yeah. particular journey we wanted yeah. to yeah. start with. Yeah. I always hate when people like ask, especially they ha- they ask lesbians like who has a male partner that they know involved in the insemination in some capacity, and they ask like, oh, well, like, so did you, I mean, are you turned on by him? Like they assume that like they ha- there has to be something. And it's like, no, this man has the capacity has the to goo. to well, not just the goo. He has the capacity to want to be a part of this experience in the way that respects this loving couple which doesn't necessarily mean sexual well it's a much yeah. bigger it's a much bigger thing that he he's doing yeah. like he's a really cute guy like he could have sex with lots of different we actually there was a wedding leading up to the insemination and sperm is stronger if you don't ejaculate for a while and we know this but we never talked about it with him we've never been like so don't fuck because we want you so we yeah, got right, you right. Yeah. Um, we own your sperm we now we own your dick um that but but at this wedding, there was, I know, it took me a while to get out of that character. Um, uh, there was, like, a few women that, like, clearly wanted to have sex with him. Naturally. And he's like, sorry, I'm having a baby tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that was the next day that we were going to inseminate, and he was, like, so cool. Wow. Like, he, like, drove them. There was, like, he, he was driving all of them home, and mm. then he was staying on... Like we had a, uh, two beds in our Airbnb, and then we like lucked out, and he came home with us. And we're Wait, like, so yeah. then Shauna, Shauna got pregnant from that. How, and how long Shauna did got it pregnant. take? Wait, Wait, it the first time? first time, yeah. She first got pregnant time. on the first try. And yeah. so, is he still wow. involved? Well, is he going to be? Is he involved in? in he capacity? he's not a parent, but he's the you know he's the he's birth in the life genetic mm-hmm. father. Like he's mm-hmm. like my my son's eyes are those eyes, you know. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he and it's beautiful. And he so he now has this girlfriend he who um she's from germany so he went to go visit her oh, in so germany she's definitely into it mm-hmm. well she was first like this is weird which is totally understandable because we inseminated like as they were falling in love mm, right yeah. um but then he we actually sent him to germany to go hang with her and then now she's living in mexico oh wow oh, oh my god because we when we found out we were pregnant we like flew him down to palm springs and then after that he went to Europe to go hang out with her and then now she's yeah. living in Mexico and they're like driving around having an amazing time. Wait, so how jewelry. old is Wolfie? Wolfie is four months old. Oh, he's so Is Wolfie so, getting enough so, smoochies? So, getting plenty yeah, of smoochies? He's getting smoochies. Oh, Wolfie. <laughs> and also and- another thing to write, so this is like the baby tutorial. Do mm-hmm. that. And obviously, I get like this with the, um, what's it called? The little fine print on the lip, like, you know, the, disc- the blah, blah, blah. 
What's the thing of disclaimer? Disclaimer. I'm, yeah. I'm aware that like it's not like we were very lucky. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that the whole point of it also is just like tr- being open to trying. Yeah. Like opening all the doors and seeing which door is the one that yeah. like opens. Yeah. When I was a kid, my mom's adopted, and I remember growing up as a kid, my mom would always because I was basically raised to be gay, mm-hmm. and my mom would always like look to me and my brothers, and she'd be like, "When you boys grow up and have kids," and then she turned to me or adopt, and, <laughs> and like, right. and and so I always had this idea that <laughs> like so that my role in life as a gay man, I grew into this as I matured, but mm-hmm. my role in life as a gay man and what gay gay men specifically being biologically a little bit harder to have a child. How um, dare you? That adoption <laughs> adoption is like kind of like a beautiful thing that we can do for the world. That like, like we can actually take I, children in gonna, and like help. I'm going to tell you something. Alec Baldwin just had baby number four with his wife uh-huh. and it made me so angry. Ugh. I'm like, why? Because it's adopt Adopted one. Baby. Uh, adopt sure. one. If I, gonna have well, I mean, if he can have kids, have kids. Like, you know, you don't want to force adoption kids. on people. I've, I've, I've thought about doing one. foster here's, kids for sure. Here's the yeah, thing. I about, think that's great. So foster to adopt, we looked at, we, so we were on the path of adoption. Yeah. Um, one thing about it was I was sort of fixated, and this is selfish, but I was fixated on like baby. I wanted baby. That's not selfish. Ba- yeah, yeah, it's. I think I. Yeah, everybody has their own experience, yeah. and I, that's something and that I kids, really you rarely get a envisioned. baby. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And but not only that, you can get a baby, but then it takes really brave, strong, yeah. yes. cool, amazing, life changing people that are open to the idea that the mother and the and the baby, the birth mother and the baby, the goal for the first, I think it's like year or two, is to reunite them. Yeah. And yeah. it's not, and I've t- I talked to a lot of, a bunch of people who have, have done foster to adopt, and they're like, it's not the norm that that happens, but it does happen, and you have to be aware that that happens. And to me, that just is like, I have a very sensitive heart. And that I would be very difficult. I, Mine yeah. is very it, cold, so I think I'd be good and, but, at this. But, the other, but I think you could, you could be great at it. <laughs> Brent would crush it. Yeah. Um, just having like dozens of foster children that you care nothing about. Yeah. <laughs> they could come home or not. Where's the kids. check? <laughs> right. That yeah, and, then, and, and you do yeah, have, I mean, happen, it, yeah. it's also like where you, you do get a check, which is cool. You can like save up for their college and all <laughs> right. that. But at yeah. the same time, there's also like a monitoring aspect of right. it yeah. that is like to me a little bit like can I say something real quick I heard an interview on StoryCorps NPR and they interviewed two foster parents I, be- I recall that they were gay men and it was very touching here come the tears already uh, they were talking about the foster kid that they had for maybe a year or two or something and how special it was and how it was great that that, that he was in their family and then one of uh, this was just the two men They the kid wasn't there and one of them was like what what do you hope that he will remember about living with us? And the guy was like, well, I hope he doesn't remember living with us because we don't want him to remember this time. We want him to to feel like there was never a moment where, you he know, wasn't loved. where he wasn't loved and he wasn't in his family yeah. and all these things. And, and I always thought that was such a really poignant way of there's, viewing yeah, There's it. also something that yes. I think... I, it's so, I, it's I think a, so it's a different experience yeah. that can be, that can fold into being... The exact same or more power, a similar experience, but you just don't know what you're getting. And for our first child, at least, and I do, you know, I have that feeling as well when people have so many children or are so wealthy and they have so many children. Yeah. It's like, well, you could easily. Just adopt one. And there's also, I mean, well, but there's also like, and Brent brought up a really good point that I definitely wanted to make. For 
gay men specifically, um, adoption agencies. I, I've done a lot of research on this because of mainly because of my mom, and my mom is a big adoption activist. Um, uh, that gay men specifically states and private adoption agencies discriminated against single gay men looking to adopt. Oftentimes they bar it because, and just men in general, single men, um, but oftentimes single men wanting to adopt are gay men and who are like great, in their forties and they're single and they don't want, and they don't Ugh. have a partner, but they want to adopt. They want to have a child right. yeah. and, and adoption agencies will block them because they deny single men adoptions, um, cool, but they will allow, cool, but they cool. will, wait, wait, yeah. wait, they will allow female uh, adoptions. And so they often, turn gay men, single gay men often turn to foster care where there are less rules and these single gay men are taking in children who are HIV positive, who are children of drug addicts, who are, they're doing really, you know, amazing things and so I don't know, it's just a, it's yeah. it's, it's such an interesting area of adoption that I don't think a lot of people think about that men, gay men specifically are impacted in a discriminatory yeah. way more than really many other groups. Yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, I also think it's cool because you, you can't can... give blood and you will molest children. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's cool that like you as have, a rule, if hard you, and fast rule. If you have a like, if you have a vagina and a womb, like it's crazy and bizarre and cool and weird that you can make a child I in know, there. It's so wild. Which, you know what? You know what's? A, I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? No. Go for it. It's, I I've had the same thing, and it sounds so ridiculous and dumb. But at, like my sister in law has given birth to two children now. I'm forgetting their names, but uh, <laughs> she's given birth, and there's something about th- in the culture and society that we live now, modern times. You're like this thing was created without machines. Yeah. Right. It was created because right. of jizz and shit. Right. And like, and it's it literally. I have to remind myself all the time that this the child was created without. Like Machines a robot and a computer and a drug right. and a this. It was just, that's just how yeah. procreation worked. But for some reason, I'm like, it seems too complex. There must have been a machine I don't know. somewhere. Some people yeah. having my brother and his, I mean, they won't listen to this. They're having a child. <laughs> Bad decision. Sabrina, before you go, I just have one very important question. <laughs> yes. How has Cowboy reacted to all of this? Oh, Cowboy? Wait, who's that? Cowboy is our is little baby five-year-old. Uh, Boston Terrier? Mixed with a Frenchie. Mm, mixed with sure. a I like angel. how you asked it as if everyone knows yeah, that her I dog know, is cowboy. Uh, how does cowboy feel? <laughs> I don't know if that's... America says, finally, the someone The most asks. relevant question. But yeah. <laughs> um, he's, I think he was like first confused, but now they're kind of in love, and cowboy has all the status, which is, I, it's the only relationship in cowboy's life that like he's pined after... Like Wolfie looks at him with the same eyes that Cowboy looks at everyone else. Oh, it's so it's so cute. He gets to be the big brother. Mm-hmm. Like Wolfie, it took a while, but when he turned Wolfie turned like three months old, he started looking at Cowboy and being like, "Oh my God, this it's a th- animatronic wow. yeah. teddy well, bear is yeah. amazing." Sabrina, thanks, Sabrina Jalise. That's my. Where name. can we find you? <laughs> Um, oh, I have the. I'm doing one of the Netflix quarter hour specials okay. that's awesome. coming out soon, very soon. That's great, very cool. Yeah, great and I'm writing on Search Netflix. Party right now. What's that? I'm writing on season three of Search Party, so you Excellent. can find my words in there. Great. Well, thanks for being here and for imparting for some. Thank you. Congratulations ideas. again to you and Shauna. And another thing. Guys, let's talk about something really interesting and fun. Oh, yeah? What's that? Tell me about your first drinking experience. Came out of left field. You know, I, I, uh, drinking is my big vice. I'm a robust drinker. I love it with all my heart and soul. My first drinking experience was horrible. I drank. Oh. It's actually one of the few things in my life I regret because I drank so much I puked like 10 times. Wow. How wow. old were you? Uh, like 15. 
and I'm and I also drank alone. <laughs> oh my god! Brent. I did it. I did it all alone. That's an Brent. episode and of Roseanne. I'm still convinced I like could have died, and that like, like what if my mom had found my dead body in the morning? It's like Jesus. What did you Christ, drink? Brent. Whiskey. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But it, what was your first time? I actually had a really good first time. I uh, I don't well I don't drink much. Drinking is not a huge vice for me anymore. I I don't it doesn't I don't do it. But when I was a kid, I uh, I was raised in a Mormon family, so there was no alcohol whatsoever, and drinking was never a thing. So my first drinking experience, I waited until I was in Germany. I was a foreign exchange student in Germany, and I was waited there till I could have beer because it's legal at sixteen. And I remember drinking the beer and me hating the taste of yeah. the beer because it was so yeah. gross. And the woman, the waitress, came up to me and she gave me this look, and then she took away my beer. And I was like, but I paid for that typical American response. And she brought it back, and I drank it, and it, and it tasted great. And she had put a little bit of Seven Up in it, and Seven Up or Sprite or lemonade, it dilutes the taste of the beer, the bitterness of the beer. Yeah. Yeah. And you can drink it like like water, like it's a soda. I and discovered still that. don't it's like called, IPAs. It's called a shandy, a shandy. In, in English, but in yes. German, I think it's called Altspritze. And you, I think, and you, uh, you, and so I drank a lot of it, and I got shit first. Shandies are delicious. I got in a cab to go home, and I was like trying to speak German, and it wasn't happening. And then the guy was like, "You're from the U.S., aren't you?" And he was mm-hmm. like an American who had married mm-hmm. a German who was a taxi driver there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shandies are the, are truly. God's gift to beer. They really. I don't know why more people don't drink it like that. And Brent, it, you're right. IPAs are gnarly. Oh, they're 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 gross. I don't even know what an IPA is. It's like a very wheat wheaty, very wheat. Is it like dark? Not even yeah, dark. I mean, I yeah, I they're usually so. pretty dark. But they're just but very like. In, they're potent. high in alcohol content, but they taste like garbage. But lots of people love them. I just they think, do. I just I just feel like I'm drinking grape nuts. But yeah. I love grape nuts. It's just. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just not. What about, not you? For me. What, what about, about you? What about you, Elliot? Um, my first drinking experience, uh, uh, we didn't. We had a. I grew up in a you know very liberal Jewish household, but my parents literally their liquor cabinet was used to have room temperature water <laughs> bottles of water uh-huh. versus the ones in the fridge. So that's yeah. how much they drank. Um, and for me, I just had like Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah. Um, with Which is still great, by the way. That is yeah, great. It's great. But it's, I love like great. a good lime Rita. Me too. Still, a yeah. lime Rita is great. But the first time I drank like actual like uh, out or liquor or whatever was. Yeah. <sighs> At a bar in college in, in, you know, Manhattan, and my friend was like, what do you want to drink? And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a, I haven't had a, like a lot of booze or whatever. And Sex like, on the beach! He was like, I think I know what you want. And he got me a Bay Breeze? I don't know mm-hmm. what that is. It's for, literally, it's for, it's for... the oldest of women. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's, it's literally like grapefruit juice and vodka and orange. Like, it's, it, that's Sex on the Beach, but it was yeah. like. He got me like old lady drinks, and I was yeah. like, "These are delicious." My, I, rem- I my- remember moving to New York, and the first time I went to G Lounge was this bar in Chelsea. Oh my god! And I, 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 I walked up to the bar. It was like a Friday night, really busy. And the guy goes, "What do you want?" I go, "Pina colada, please." <gasps> I asked for a pina colada at the G Lounge, <laughs> and he goes, "Absolutely not." Oh my I, god! I, I remember my aunt Anne's husband, Uncle Ray, told me when I was younger. He was like. You know, his drink was a seven and seven, a Seagram seven and seven up, and I was like, mm, "That tastes good. I like that." And so I would order the drink, like in Chicago, and when eventually in New York, and I moved in, that was became my drink. And then I learned later on that, like, it was stereotypically like a black drink, like it's known as like a <laughs> it's black. So funny. And my uncle Ray is black. <laughs> that so, is like, so oh, funny. For years funny. I was just ordering like seven and seven and getting looks. Cavassier or something. And people, people were like, <laughs> "Why are you drinking a seven? <laughs> that's really funny." <laughs> yeah. um, 
uh, my other drink, my first uh, other like drink that was suggested to me was, I mean, have you guys even heard of this electric lemonade? I've no. heard of it, yeah. Is it's, it like just, a, it's like a blue it drink. It's Ew. so lame. I don't know why my friends were like, did you, you like it? No, it's just like people, what is it? It looks like an ecto cooler. But I don't what know, is it? I don't even know. Oh, yeah. What's your drink now? I mean, Whiskey I know the answer. Say it again. Whiskey Coke. That's that is your drink. It's just just because it's simple. And you never do a diet. I do a diet. You do. So yeah, sometimes mm. it depends. Depends know, on my mood. Alan, you're not much of a drinker, but <laughs> yeah, is Alan, there a drink? <laughs> I do love a wine. I'll, I could do wine a lot. I got drunk uh, on wine the other great. night, and yeah. uh, and occasionally I'll do a beer. I don't really like beer all that much, but occasionally I will huh. do a beer. How but I, liquor, I can't. Uh, liquor is not good for me. I, yeah. I drank liquor for years, and it got to be a bit of a moment. And now mm. when I get drunk on liquor, it's Ellie. like. I will show my dick to anybody yeah, yeah. online and IRL. Oh. Well, unfortunately, Brent got to witness me discover yeah. uh, Jägermeister a few yeah. years ago, and he was like, "You got it." I had like one, and he was, and I was like, "This is delicious." Yeah, yeah. And Brent was like, "All right, like, take it easy," because I had like Licorice. two or three, and he's like, "You got to call it quits because these are strong." And I was like, "Okay." And he went to the bathroom, and I had like three more, oh. and that's one I think I, I had alcohol poisoning. Why did you have three well, more? He, he barfed like. A bunch of times on the street. I mean, and I it was lost the funniest thing I've ever seen because he was groaning and grunting. It Literally for poisoning. hours, he was like, he was like hugging his knees, going. I think that was it alcohol was poisoning. So quite funny. honestly, I've never, uh, yeah, because you had to barf. Yeah, my drink now of cho- my drink now of choice is uh, vodka on the rocks with literally as much lemon juice as the bartender will put in it. Wow, it's mm. my own version of a skinny sure. girl. Skinny. <laughs> It is. It's my skinny girl. Wow. Great. Yeah, so. What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your Aunt Ramona say about something that happened on the podcast today? She would say, uh, I like this episode, but why'd you spend so much time talking about Rita Ora? <laughs> I know. My Aunt Joanne would say, what is a Rita? What is a Rita Ora? What, mm-hmm. what is a Rita Ora? <laughs> She my, literally would not know it's a person. Yeah. yeah. My Aunt Anne would quite literally be like, I don't know, I read in the paper that if you have a circumcised penis, you're not going to get an STD. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what paper did you read that What in? paper? Aunt whatever her name is. Anne. 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 Well, for your making it worse, thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Brent Sullivan. And I am H. Circumcised Alan <laughs> Scott. Sure.